Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 welcome. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. right here where I currently reside at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And as always, I'm pulling into the lot here just in time to make to the show, and of course, I got VIP parking up front, I park my car, I hop in there, I think key card in, hop in the elevator, think key card again, up, ka-ching, 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 all the way up to the top floor, got to make a pit stop, grab a cocktail for the, uh, for the hour, then go all the way up to the roof, and on top of the roof is a dance party, and everyone's doing the Macarena, but I got no time for Macarenas, because I got to get DDP Radio started, so I blast part, past the Margarita Party, Climb up to the rooftop, climb up to the tower, rung by rung by rung by rung, all the way to the top of the tower, on top of the top of the top of the building, right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I look, I look to the snow-capped mountains in the great white north. And I look deep, and there's a house on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario. And in that house is where quotes are made and inspiration is created, because that's where my co-host, the one and only Crystal Stewart, Rides and the beam of light flies up from her roof, flies out her chimney, and I look to it and connect with it, and that's the signal that blasts GDP radio all over the world, and that's how the magic happens with my one and only quote, uh, co-host, the Canadian quote master herself, the one, the only, the legendary Canadian icon, Crystal Stewart. How are you, Crystal? I'm really well. I do have a question, though. How did you get VIP parking? <laughs> Um, well, technically I don't, but you don't have you don't have you don't have to be a rat on this one, okay? Okay, I'll be quiet. So, VIP parking <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> uh, oh, how are you, how are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. I I'm okay. Well, I've already stepped all over you on the intro, so this is this is going to bode well. Uh, we have our guest here, and we're going to introduce him in just a minute, but. I'm going to try to uh, to lay back. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to our guests. So I'm already chomping at the bit, stepping all over everybody. So business as usual. Right. <laughs> so my first. All right. Well, Crystal, I've, I, we were talking before the show, and I know that you've got yep. DDP Radio booked. I've said it before, but booked that long, you're far enough ahead farther than I'm confident that the world is even going to be still standing, but we got, we got to be hopeful on this thing. So uh, I know you've been working very, very hard booking up spots for DDP radio, so many inspirational people, and I'm sure you're going to go beyond that pretty soon. So anybody who wants to hit you up and have a recommendation for DDP radio in the future, how can they uh, send that recommendation in for uh, future bookings? I mean, I, I'm really not um, very hard to find, but my official, um, crystal at dallaspage.com, um, if you send something there and just put for the title DDP Radio Guest or something along those lines, that would be great. All right. Uh, and, and I, on the other hand, am very hard to find, so... Uh, if you're looking for me, I'm probably going to be on a, on a poster in the in the in the post office, uh, wanted for something. But uh, anyway, I'm going to um, get the VIP parking spot then. 
Ah, real nice, real nice. I see how it is. A turncoat. <laughs> this is like this is like Succession on HBO. You're already trying to plot your takeover of the of the company. Yep. So it's true. All right. Well, <laughs> I know you've been working very hard on on booking some amazing guests, and every week you're bringing us some amazing stories. And I know that you've got a real great story for us here tonight, and I'm excited to uh, to dig into this guy's inspirational path. I, you know, if you're here. On DDP Radio, you're doing something right. So, uh, Crystal, why don't you do me a, a solid and introduce our guests for tonight? Sure. So, tonight, because I know how much Mike loves double Canadian night, um, we have another Canadian in the house tonight. So, this is my friend, Jay Campbell. And, Jay, I, you know what? I don't really remember a time when Jay wasn't around. Um, we're friends off, you know, outside of, you know, everything DDP, I get random messages and, you know, it's lovely. And it just goes to prove that the friendships that you build here, you know, take on a life of their own and, and they last for a long, long time. And it's wonderful. We always have something to talk about. It's another story of perseverance and grit, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So please welcome my fellow Canadian, um, my friend Jay Campbell. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey. How are you, man? I appreciate appreciate that, man. Uh, Thank you for coming on with us. I didn't know it was double Canadian night. Now I'm getting really uh, suspicious that there's some kind of takeover happening here. (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Well, we we appreciate you coming on, and and, uh, we were talking beforehand, and... uh, uh, you didn't meet me five times, but I was I was mistaken. I didn't get a chance to say that before the show, but I uh, I'm dying to hear your story. So uh, every show here, we start off with uh, you know to be a warrior, to be a warrior of the week, you got to have a uh, an origin story. Every superhero has an origin story. So how did you get here? What made you take that initial jump to DDP? Why? How has it affected your life? And w- what circumstances brought you to the point where you're like, this is what I got to give a try to? Okay, so I've been um, in the DDP yoga family when it was YRG. And so I've been around for a long time, uh, have, have had some success, but um, I, what, I had thrown my back out. Or I was having issues with my back, and um, I was uh, at my dad's place, and he lives in the country, and, and uh, I said, I'm going to go for a walk. So I started going for a walk down the road, and then my back would seize up. So I ended up getting on the cell phone, because and, and, I got about, uh, I don't know, maybe a half mile down the road. And I said to my dad, you got to come pick me up. I can't make it back. So he came, picked me up, and then I knew I had to do yoga to fix my back. Because, like, I mean, I was working and stuff, so... Um, and the doctor really couldn't do anything for me. So I went and bought a book about yoga. And then I basically did, uh, I basically did the same thing uh, uh, what a lot of other people do. And you search yoga moves or whatever, and all of a sudden you see DDP. And I said, okay, I know that guy. Like, I know, I, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen him in the ring. And I know he, I remember him as a manager and going, and then he was a wrestler. And I thought, geez, that's kind of weird. But then you, he's not, he wasn't like your prototypical manager who turned wrestler. He actually wrestled people. Unlike Bobby Heenan, who would get in there for 30 seconds and, you know, get out of the ring. So, um, so when I saw his DDP yoga or YRG at the time, I kind of trusted him. So, and then, you know, because I saw some videos online and stuff. So, but I thought to myself, like, if this was called Hulk Hogan yoga, I don't think I would have tried it. Because I know Hulk likes to, you know, put his, put his name on everything. So, um, and then I saw uh, Arthur's story, you mm-hmm. know, and then that kind of, you know, like, once you see Arthur's story, like, that's legit. 
And um, then I, you know, saw some other people. And, you know, before um, YRG blew up to DDP Yoga. So I've had some success and I've had a lot of failure, but I'm not giving up. See, and I think that's what makes your story, Jay, so incredible is you may take five steps forward and then, you know, something comes up and you take a step back, but you don't quit. And I think that's really, really important. Well, when you have, um, when you have the support of everyone and, you know, I have more support from, you know, people I don't know, like just random people, you know, you post something and someone posts back saying, hey, you can do this or whatever. Um, so you get more support, I think, sometimes from strangers than you do your own family. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, your family knows you and they'll say, oh, Jason's on this yoga kick again, you know. So, but then, and then you, you I kind of identify with uh, certain other people. So I'm like, well, if this guy can do it, you know, you know, maybe I can draw some inspiration from him and draw some inspiration from her and and whatnot. And just the DDP Yoga site with all the motivation and stuff, it does, it does, uh, it's it's nothing like anything else uh, that I've seen. So it, it's it's that's awesome. I I didn't realize you were around this long, man. That's amazing. You know, there's a few people that were around when it was YRG. You know, I popped yeah. in. 2010, 2011, and I remember, I, I say this whenever I see an old school guy coming on the show, you you remember how it was, there was like seven people in the country that was, or the world that was doing DDPY, and you could probably fit yeah. them all in the same group text or something, but, um, well, you know, you've seen yeah. where it's grown and stuff, uh, and I, I got to put this out there right now, you talked about Hulk Hogan uh, slapping his name on everything, and I just had to point out, I'm literally looking on my bookshelf right now, a thing of Hulk Hogan bubble bath from 1986, so <laughs> I can confirm. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm not even joking, it's right there, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> but um, no, I, I, you know, I love that, and you know, you, you made a great point there. You know, yoga is one of those things that had a stigma for men yep. uh, for a long time. You know, and it's not that it was, you know, a right stigma, but, you know, you tell your buddies that you're going to be doing yoga, and, you know, a lot of times they'll give you a little bit of blowback. Diamond yeah. Dallas Page really opened up the world of yoga to people who wouldn't be uh-huh. dead doing yoga. I know that's what he says all the time, but it, it's true. And it's true, And it's to yeah. the point now where it's so – it's such a brand and it's such a name company that people don't even seem to bat their eyes when you tell them DDP yoga anymore. It seems like he's really just ingrained it into – the world of fitness for everybody, not just women or, you know, for everybody. Mm. Well, when I, uh, I had to get my, my girlfriend at the time, my wife now, but my girlfriend's sister, she and I went to the bookstore and she wanted to get a book on sign language or something. And then, so I, I saw this book on yoga and I said, Hey, can you buy this for me? Here's, here's the money. Here's my debit card. Here's, you know, and but but I don't want to buy it. You buy it because I don't want to be seen looking at it because of the you know like you said the stigma of uh, guys doing yoga. But I knew that's what I needed to do. I knew that like to improve my flexibility. That's what I needed to do. Uh, it's amazing funny. how much, right? It's amazing how much our thoughts on something has completely changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the well, way like, you, you were talking about it, you know, it's like when you stand in front of the package store and, hey, man, can you buy me a beer? I'm only 17. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that's what it felt like, you know. And no, I, that, but that's I pretty just, funny. I, yeah, I just, I didn't want to, like, I mean, she laughed at me. You know, she's like, yeah, I'll go and I'll, I'll get you your stupid book, you know, whatever, right? So I, I picked it out and I said, well, this one looks good. It's got a whole bunch of pictures on the front. And I said, okay, well, you know. And I, you know what? I had it. I didn't even look at it. I bought it. I don't. I, I probably still got it somewhere, but uh, I never even looked at it. But you know, that's just. Uh, I don't know. One of my issues. I got to be consistent with the programming. So. 
So did you initially come to DDPY for to lose weight or was it to get, you know, more flexible or like healthier? Like what was your main initiative when you first started? I know you needed flexibility, but you know, where were you at when this journey began? Yeah. So, I mean, I was having a lot of back issues. Uh, I was at one point, my back seized up so much. I was walking like a 90 year old man. Like I was taking, it, it, it took me, I don't know, probably a minute to get up my in-laws driveway. Like, and it's just a two car driveway. Like, um, I, I look like I was a 90 year old man. So, um, but I knew once I saw some more of the YRG, um, videos, I knew this was what I wanted to do and I needed it to lose weight because I'm right now I'm 520 pounds. So, and I got down to, uh, 416 once upon a time and I was rocking and rolling and, you know, my diet was great and I was doing the workouts and then you take the weekend off and then you took Monday off and then Tuesday off and then pretty soon, like a lot of other people, uh, you know, I started slowly gaining the weight back, but I said to myself, you know what, I got this, you know, it's only, it's only 15 pounds. I can lose 15 pounds. Then it was, you know, 20 pounds. Then it was 30 pounds. And I still said, you know, I got this. And then I got back up to um, 480, and that was uh, that was basically my highest for quite a while. And then, uh, like four years ago, I tore my meniscus, and I can't find a doctor to operate on me to fix it. It's still not right. I can't stand for more than 10 minutes at a time because um, my back will seize up. My uh, quads will seize up, and I'm right now. I'm trying to, like, I took time off work. I went on a stress leave uh, because my supervisor was uh, being a jerk, and so trying to find another job when you're a 500-pound guy looking for a sit-down receptionist office-type position, it's difficult. So. Um, I know what I have to do. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not being consistent. And I'm not doing it. So, I, I go a little, I do a little bit here and there. And I lose ten or fifteen pounds, and then it just comes back on quicker. So, I, I mean, I, re- I relate to that, man. You know, I, I've been where you've been. I've been to my lowest weight and then you think you've got a kick and then life gets in the way and then you don't realize it creeping up and then you're like you freak out so you stop paying attention to the scale and then it creeps up some more and you know it's it's a difficult process and you know you're 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 a big guy i was a big guy and i know how frustrating it is because in order for us to stay at a weight that's healthy it's not like most people who can just have weekends and have fun like we have to be on all the time it just yeah. or else things just go off the rails. I, I get that. And a couple of years ago, I gained a ridiculous amount of weight. I gained 200 pounds in six months after a health issue. And, mm. and in that time, I mean, I, I can't imagine, I can't even explain to you how low you feel, but you know it. You've been there. And yeah. you feel like you let people down. You feel like you let yourself down. And I got to tell you right now, the fact that you're here again, it's nothing, it shouldn't be, you know, don't feel like, oh, he's a Jay's on another kick, a yoga kick. Like the fact that you still give a shit is what matters. And you're going to get it back because this is the long, this is the long fight. And being a big guy, I'm going to tell you this again, you could lose 200 pounds in the next year and you're still going to fight and you'll gain little, you'll lose little. That's how it happens for us. But the fact that you're still here fighting is everything. Well, the one thing I want to point out to you, Mike, is that um, one thing that you keep saying over and over again um, is when you fall off the wagon, get back into the community. If you, instead of staying away because you're embarrassed because you've gained 50 pounds, 80 pounds, 100 pounds, right? That's when you need to come back in the community and start, uh, you know, being active again welcoming people on the team DDP yoga site, 
doing stuff like that. So, I mean, I know you've you've mentioned that several times over the broadcast. So, um, that's and it's true. You you can't because uh, uh, you know everybody falls off the wagon. How many people yep. said? How many people have said? Oh, I gotta I gotta drop 150 pounds, and they do it on the first try, and they keep yeah, it off no. for and, and they keep it off for 15 years. You know. Yep, I mean, Nobody. And, and it, 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 especially when you've had success, too, when you've had a successful, you know, weight loss, it's humbling to come back and tell people. Because on this, I mean, I, I, you've been here long enough. I'm sure you've been to the point where people look to you as inspiration. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh, my God, you're inspiration to me. You know, you helped me. So when you get that label and people put you in that place, it's hard to come back because you feel like you've let people down. So, Absolutely. You, you know, Suddenly, all your pictures start getting cropped above the chest, and suddenly you're yep. being so visible, and you're and you're not sharing your successes or your failures as much anymore, or struggles. And then once right. you disappear, then that's when the free for all hits. And that's such a great point because the instinct is when things when we get embarrassed and we feel ashamed or or we let people down is to hide and disappear. But in all that does is discourage a lot of other people who are probably in the same boat as you at the same time from telling their things are hard for them too. And you guys can be a uh-huh. service to each other because so many people are going through it. Well, and the one thing DDP says, like, if you want to help yourself, you help someone else. Yep. Right. Like that's just a golden nugget right there. Like, and and that works. So when I feel like I need some help, I go on the Team DDP Yoga site and I welcome people. So, you know what I mean? I mean, oh, absolutely. And you know, I, that, I mean, that's one of the things uh, that got me started is seeing how people, you know, when you're up there welcoming people and it's a personalized message, it's not just some computer generated thing. You realize, mm-hmm. oh, these are real people who are in it with me, and that's a game absolutely. changer for a lot of people. And when you're helping people, whether or not you're on board or not, it feels good. And that's the first uh-huh. step to doing good is feeling good. And someone took time out of their day to welcome you, right? So you know what it's like to have, you know, you sign up for the, on the website there and, and all of a sudden you got four messages from people you don't know saying you can do this. So I know how valuable it is to see someone else who's brand new um, and just to welcome them, just to, just to say hello. If you have any questions, I'm here for you. You know, what other site does that? Like Richard Simmons, I don't, doesn't do that. Right? Like, not that I'm aware. Yeah. No, and I mean, we all know because we've all been around this block more than once that DDPY isn't about the size of your ass it's about getting your head out of it yeah yeah i mean until you you know i don't know in you can't get on your feet until you get off your ass i mean that has been true whether you have 200 pounds to lose 300, but it doesn't matter how much you have to lose. Because at the end of the day, when you shift the priority from what you you perceive that you have to lose, um, but what do you gain? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those things, and, and I know that, Crystal, you've been there, I've been there, and you've been there. Uh, we're, yep. All of us, especially for, I mean, to, to say that you've fallen several times or struggled several times, that's a good thing, because that means you're still here. That means you're still showing up. And yep. the fact yep. that you're here again, and, and you came here and you admitted, hey, I had a little bit of a rough stretch, and you came on here, and you're talking to the DDPY world and, and kind of airing that out, it's stressful, but it's also very freeing. I remember when I hit my skid and I like was so ashamed to tell people I lost weight. The moment I finally opened up and told people that I gained weight was the moment Uh that I was able to turn things around because that burden of shame was lifted. Um, It's, it's almost like it's a coming out of sorts, you know, I, Hey, this is what happened. Things got bad. And 
I realized how much time I spent trying to avoid people knowing and yeah. avoid people finding out. And finding out was the thing that probably saved me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think one of the things that every single person on the planet has in common that you can lie to absolutely everybody, but let's yeah. be honest, when you get up and go into the bathroom to brush your teeth every morning, you uh-huh. are looking at you square in the face all the time. Yeah. So you're accountable to you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, you're bang on, you know, and um, I hope that you have more shows like this to help people who are struggling, you know, uh, yeah. kind of give a, a kick in the pants. And, and I mean, that's, uh, I think motivation for me, it's it's kind of like Popeye spinach. You got to take, you got to have a little bit of that every day. So to keep mm-hmm. you going, you got to accomplish those and- goals. I love the motivational content, but I also find a lot of it is lacking in authenticity and realism. And I think people are so, you know, excited to share all of their wins all the times things go right, but not so much when things go wrong. And it's human nature, but it creates a world where people think I'm the only one that's having problems. I'm the only one that's struggling. And what I like to do here is – I like to be like show the real side of fitness and healthy change. Um, and it's not just the whole mountain climb. It's the mountain climb and then stumbling, falling down a couple bricks. It's, it's the whole picture. Yeah. And I, I always say for here at DDP radio, we have a warrior of the week and it's not about the person who did the best. It's about nope. the person who did their best or, or is trying or is like working hard and still here. Because there's no nobody can relate to the person who's wins all the time. No, we can relate to the person who's perfect. But we show uh-huh. real stories, and and real stories include struggle and falls and difficulties and climbing back. And that's what's really inspiring to me. I don't get the whole, uh, you know, perfection excellence motivation. Uh-huh. I like real life motivation of people who are just in there fighting and gripping and clawing for everything they got. Oh, absolutely! Like I've seen people on the on the website who I think are perfect and all of a sudden, you know, they're, you know, they're five or six years into their journey and they've, you know, they're at their goal weight and stuff. And then all of a sudden they've come back. I put back 50 pounds and I'm like, Whoa, you did that. Like I'm shocked, but you know what? I'm here to support you to get, you know, to, to help you get that 50 pounds off. You know, and I mean, it, it's funny. It's, it always makes me aware how people talk about excess weight, or mm-hmm. you know, just how they go from bigger to smaller to bigger again. And I mean, they seem to do this internal walk of shame all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what, I. I I guess I've done that as well, if I'm incredibly honest. And I think we all have. I think everybody, yeah, absolutely. I think everyone's done that. Right? I I think falling into the rut isn't the issue. It's whether you unpack your bags and stay there is another one. So as long as you decide to, you know, keep at it, and it doesn't always, let's be honest, we don't always make the match. We don't. Life mm-hmm. gets in the way, circumstances, kids, neighbors, yeah. parents, whatever. I mean, shit happens. We don't always, but we take accountability somewhere else, whether that's for your mental health or your food or, like, there's so many avenues to being well. It isn't just hitting the match. And I think that's really important. Hitting the mat is important. But Mm. there's so much more to that than just that. Well, I I had, like, since I've been off work, um, I've been off since uh, last July. I've been on this uh, stress leave. And um, I actually went to therapy. I had six sessions. And it's funny how... 
what we learn in DDP yoga is what my therapist told me to do. So, for example, positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she was talking to me about that, and I said, oh, yeah, I, I, I get positive affirmations. I, you know, I try to do them, and I pulled the line out of, you know, DDPs, seminars and stuff, and I brought up uh, Muhammad Ali. So, um, and she, we talked about goal setting and writing down, writing everything down, whether it's your food, uh, idea for a business, um, your workouts, general thoughts, inspirational quotes, whatever, um, trying to learn from your past and try and, and like you said, don't unpack your bags and stay there. Yeah. But learn from the past and try to move on. So, uh, so she, we, she, she was very shocked that I kind of knew all this stuff already. And I told her about the DDP yoga, and I said, "This is where I've learned this stuff." And she wanted the address and like the and whatnot. So, and I told her the, you know, the first thing to do is was to look at Arthur Borman's video. So I got one more session coming up in a couple of months. I'm going to be very interested to see um, if she did check it out. I mean, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, when you stop and think about everything it takes to get from where you are to get where you want to be, I mean, it's, it's important, especially, I guess, you know, coming through this pandemic and an emphasis all on our mental health and just how well we are. Um, It really, really matters what you're steeping your tea bag in. If it's Mm -hmm. dirty water or if it's clean water, it's really important how you process your well-being and where you want to go and what you want to do and to make sure that you're not lugging around somebody else's baggage. That's really yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Hey, I mean, it's, I mean, so how long has it been since you've been kind of back, you know, on the wagon doing the workouts again? Well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I've been tracking my stuff for, like, I track my weight, I track, because I'm diabetic, so I track my, my sugar, and I've been doing it for about three months. So I, you know, the last three months, I lose 10, 15 pounds. And um, I do gain some of it back. But, I mean, I'm down more. Like my highest, my recent highest was 527. My recent lowest, I think, was 516. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in that 10-pound range or so. Um, but it's, it's when I, when I put in the, the work, you know, my sugars are good. Uh, you know, the pounds start to come off, but even though the pounds didn't come off, don't come off, I found, I found like my, uh, my core is a little bit stronger. Um, you know, I, I see more, I have more non-scale victories. So, but I mean, I I booked this um, show with with Crystal like <laughs> six months ago. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> right? No, but I mean, like, no. I thought to myself, six months from now, when I go on the show, I'm going to be a hundred pounds down. And here I am. I'm I'm not. But I'm not giving up. But you're here. Yeah, you're here. But I'm here. I mean, right. And, exactly. and there's more people and, out there who have worse issues than I do or who have more difficult issues than I do, and they're crushing it. So, you know, I, you, you can't well, give up. Exactly. And, 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 you're putting, and you're putting in that work, and you're here. You've shown up, mm. and 
you're, you know, you, six months ago you, 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 you wanted to be here and you're not exactly where you want to be, but you're here uh-huh. and the poly, and you're still working. You're still, you still have hope. You're still trying. You're still putting in the yeah. effort and you're going to get there. And uh, six months ago, let's book you again. And so you can tell us either you hit what you wanted to hit or you didn't, but you're still damn trying. But I'm still trying. Like I, like I try to do everything that, um, um, you know, like I like do one one day perfect, and that's that's my jump off point. You know, so even though I might not do thirty minutes of exercise, but I'll do I'll do five, and then once I do five, it's like, well, I'm already doing five. I guess I could do ten. Right. Right. Like I mean, you know, that's that's a that's a way to if you don't want to get on the mat, then. I just do like two minutes of exercise. I will do like I'll do uh, like standing knee ups, knee raises, whatever you want to call them, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of warmed up. You know, I'll do some diamond cutters and stuff, and then that just leads on to more of a workout. Now, if I if I don't do more because I do have issues with my back, you know, I might sit down for. 15 minutes, but then I might, like, I'll get up and do the knee-ups again. So, well, but you just, you, know, you just got to keep trying and, and do, do, you know, what uh, DDP says, and, and it's just, uh, you know, make the workouts your own. So if you can only right. work out for two minutes, do two minutes. Then that will turn into five, mm-hmm. that will turn into ten. And you can do them in a chair, you can do them in bed. Like, there's, there's really, that's the, the one thing I, I love about this program is you give DDP uh, an excuse, and he hits you with a uh, solution, <laughs> and it's so annoying. He's very persuasive. He's very yeah. persuasive. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and everybody knows it. Like, so it's like, oh, you know, you got a problem with your back? Yeah, yeah, I got a problem with my back. Well, then you can do these workouts in a chair. Oh yeah, I guess yep. I could do that. You know. It, exactly. And, you know, back injuries are tough. And my dad hurt his back before he passed away years ago, and it was one of the most debilitating things I've ever seen. And with everything else, with a knee injury or with – they'll get it fixed. With, a, with an organ, they'll uh-huh. fix it. But, like, some, with the back, it's one of those things that sometimes the surgery is too risky. So you just got to suffer. Yeah. And you got to find ways to deal with it. And I've had so many people who have, like – who have told me how much DDPY did for them in their back and the rehab and, and stuff like that. Because with, when you've got a chronic back injury, I saw it with my dad, it consumes your life. Every muscle you move goes through yeah. your back. And it's, sometimes it's hard to get off the floor, to get on the mat, to do something like that. And sometimes you can only manage 30 seconds. And you know what? Yeah. 30 seconds is 30 seconds. Better than zero seconds. Yep. And I love the attitude that you have right now where you're just like, I know my limitations currently physically, and I'm going to do what I can when I can to make it better. Because that's all you can do. You know, you're not Superman. You can only do your best. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm happy to hear that you're putting in a, such a great effort and, uh, and really just trying to turn around the situation. Well, you know, like what DDP says is, you know, you you got to put the effort in, right? Like you got got to put the work in and when i do put the work in like when i when i would do those standing knee ups i would end up like walking around my apartment not on purpose but because my core was so bad i would just i could not stay in the same spot so but now i've done them quite a bit i know my core is not great but it's a lot better than what it was i'm able to stand in relatively the same spot i'm not wandering around my apartment so, so you just gotta. It's it's just putting the work in and finding those you know non-scale victories uh, because uh, like Jake said you know when he started and he got his first victory and he said he hasn't had a victory for 20 years or 10 years or whatever it was. So you know you gotta you gotta have those vic- small victories to uh, move on. Mike tells a story that's really, really well about Jake falling off the wagon and what Dallas says to him. 
I I can never explain it as well as Mike does, but it's such a great story. And I'm not sure if you've heard it, but Mike, would you share that with us? Oh no, I I was just you know when when uh, when Jake relapsed uh, after yep. having several months of uh, of sobriety, um, he was laying in bed and 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 all upset and said, "I just blew all these months of sobriety, and now I'm mm. back to square one." And Dallas says, no, you're not. You're 90 days in one. Yeah. Not right. nine, you don't start from scratch. And, and I think that that really changed it for me even. I know it changed it for yeah. Jake because you don't lose all of the progress. Like you don't start from back to zero. You still got 90 right. days of sobriety, and then you've got one day where you slipped. And that kind of mentality yeah. will save a person because the hopelessness and the constant – Starts at ground zero is just emotionally de- degrading and defeating and just, it'll break you. And you've got to be able uh-huh. to give yourself credit and not destroy yourself every stumble. You have to look at the reality of it and think, is, is, is my defeatist attitude going to be helpful to me? And typically it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all have inner critics. It would be an incredible thing if we all had an inner cheerleader, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to go get the outfit for my inner cheerleader. No, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you know he already has it, so. Yeah, 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 I do yeah. know. <laughs> but, I mean, like, uh, losing, anyways. Lo- losing weight is not eating right and exercising, it's about changing your brain. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm just in a – I'm just – when I gain weight, I'm in a bad routine. I got to change that routine. So – And I I think that's really important is you know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I have people who who have done DDPY, and when they struggle – They'll come to me and they get a little bitter and they know it's themselves, but they try to kind of put it on the program and be like, yeah, it didn't work for me or whatever like that. DDPY always works. It always works. Just like yeah, most, absolutely. most, most diets always work if you're doing them. Yeah. And if you pride to these people, I'm like, well, why did it stop working for you? Just stop working. Stop. Well, did you stop doing it? Yeah. Well, that's why it stopped working. You know, most exercise and diets, like if you break them down, they always work. But yeah. sometimes they're just not – people just, you know, you know, they stop doing it. And it's realistic to go through, like, phases and struggles and stuff, but it works if you do it. And sometimes it's not just about being motivated or it's not just about, like, I'm not, you know, motivated to do this right now. Sometimes it comes down to it's my life. I'm going to die. I'm going to leave people I care about yep. behind. Yeah. And I always said any kind of success based on motivation is headed for failure. You know, motivation is just that chemical reaction in your stomach that makes you excited about something and gives you butterflies. That goes away after a couple of weeks. Then it comes down to just doing it because that's what I have to do to stay alive and stay healthy. And mm-hmm. motivation never sustains. You've got you to you turn from motivation to just determination and just gut through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm... Uh... One thing about the the when I went to the therapist, her one thing she said to me was, uh, "You have a fear of failure." So, I like I know what to do. I you know, I know how to eat right. I know how to work out. Like I can work out with weights. I can do my DDPY. I do. Uh, when I started, I just did plank and broken table. I did three sets of that, and that was my workout. So that was five or six minutes of working out. But it, it, for me, at my weight and stuff, it looks like I ran the Boston Marathon when I was finished. And But I, I felt my core the rest of the day. It felt like I did a 1,000 sit-ups. Which I so, think is really I, important to recognize. You're making yourself... A priority, Jay. You're not mm-hmm. making yourself an option, and that's huge. Yeah, like it's, and, it's, and it's all mentality, right? So, right. 
and, and sweating your ass off from several push-ups is the last is the furthest thing from failure. That's somebody who just put in the maximum effort with what he had. Sweat don't oh, lie. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, I mean, you can't like, you can't fake sweat. You can't like, you can fake cry. You can't fake sweat. And yep. that's yeah. effort. You put in that effort there and, you know, fear of failure is, you know, I mean, everyone's got a fear of failure. I mean, if you don't yeah. have a fear of failure, then you don't care. But the fear, I mean, the, 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 I never understood the mentality of having a fear of failure. So not trying because not trying right. is the ultimate failure and it's self-fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's awesome to hear because you can tell that you're ready to put in the mo- the work and you're ready to kind of just hold yourself accountable and you know, be like, all right, things got hard, things went backwards, and now I'm ready to do this again. And mm-hmm. failure ain't failure until you're six feet under. And as long as that's you're true. still here, there's a, there's always a chance to turn it around. And that's never failure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And I mean, I think it's important to just say that you are never so broken that you can't fix something about yourself. Yeah. Never. I don't care who you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to, I want, I do want to help others. And I think if I put my story online and I make my own website and if I can lose weight and I can help others, like that's that's what I want to do. Like that's um, if I can lose this weight, I will have a different life. Like I'll have a different job and stuff. Because right now, I feel that I'm getting discriminated against going into these interviews. Um, my resume gets me in there, and I do have a I do interview uh, well most of the time, but. I think once they see me and I know like I've seen the reaction on people's faces when I'm there for an interview. Um, I, so I think like I'm not going to get this job. Um, so, I mean, if I could lose this weight, I feel like I could have a totally different life, but I'm, I don't want to put my story so much out on the internet because I have a fear. And if I fail, then, you know, it's, it's uh, why would I follow someone who isn't losing weight or who isn't uh, progressing, you know? So, but I mean, like, I, I follow people who haven't lost weight, you know, or who, who lose a little bit and then gain some back. I don't mind that because I, I, I feel like I'm on... Um, I, I I identify with them, right? So yeah, absolutely. Like, but everyone else would identify with you. No one identify, especially the people, the clientele that you want to help. No one's going to mm-hmm. identify with the person who didn't struggle. And you, you mentioned DDPY, the Team DDP Yoga, at the first part of mm-hmm. this. And when you go on there and you go and you type Arthur Borman you see day one of Arthur Borman and where he was at. And do you yep. think people identify with Arthur because he can stand on his head and do a diamond cutter? No. They identify nope. with Arthur because they see what he looked like at the beginning and they see what he looks Absolutely. like now. That's why people uh-huh. are inspired. So you should, if you feel compelled to put your story out there, because putting your story out there is a roadmap to say to people, look where I was and look where I am now. And right. that's the ultimate relatability to people. You know, it's people who need to lose weight or people going into fitness aren't going in as fitness models. They're going in right. as regular people who are, who are having a hard time. And the idea that somebody's been there to look at your Facebook or your YouTube or whatever and see, like, man, look where he was then and look where he is now. That's the guy I want to go see because that's the guy I feel like can understand. Uh-huh. And, I mean, like I my- think – you know, it, sorry, Jay, uh, it, no, it's really important. We don't all start out like Mike. We don't all start out superstars. We all have to work <laughs> at it. So <laughs> unless your name is Mike Mullins and then, you know, you go from there with your VIP parking. But, you know. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I follow other people's stories, not 
you know, not just like on uh, the DP Yoga website or whatever, but, you know, I see a video of this girl who, you know, she's 220 pounds and, and she did uh, four weeks of videos and then she stopped. And I'm like, wow, I wonder whatever happened to her. Like she was down six pounds in four weeks. But, she, you know, that was two, three years ago. She hasn't uploaded anything since. But I got so invested into those first four episodes. Um, but I want, because I wanted to see, like, what, what I want to see on the Internet is what was your obstacle? How did you overcome them? So, you know, if your diet's your obstacle, if working out's your obstacle, if, you know, you know I was working night shift for quite a while. That just screws you right up. Um, but uh, so I want I wanted to find someone who also worked night shift. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I'm talking like 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. type thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I I got invested into that one, and there was a few other ones, but they only went six or eight episodes. So, well, the problem, but I always wondered, yeah, like, what happened their, to them? That was probably their obstacle, and they probably did, weren't able to overcome that one yet. Yeah. You know, people, I mean, I, I think some people get confused sometimes. When DDP says anyone can do this, I think people mm-hmm. take that for it's easy. And it's yeah. not. Yeah, and no. some people realize it's not easy. If you get to, It's worth it, and you can do it. It's possible. But it's not easy. And sometimes people don't know how to overcome uh, that that realization. So they're gone for a bit and maybe she'll be back and maybe they'll be back, but maybe yeah. that's their obstacle. Maybe they just need, maybe they hit their obstacle and they weren't over able to kind of come back from that quite yet, but you know, maybe they will. I, w- I, when I went to my doctor, he went to uh, uh, an obesity uh, seminar and they said, if you have a hundred pounds to lose, you have a 1% chance of doing it. Um, if you have over a hundred pounds to lose, it's, it's less than that. Like you, you, you won't have, you have a half a percent of chance or whatever. So I was like, wow, that's just crazy statistics. But when I told them, I said in my, um, universe, the people I talk to online, a lot of them have lost 200 pounds, 300 pounds. Uh, 100 pounds, you know, and have kept it off. So, um, and he he said he he knows someone. Uh, I think he said two people who have lost more than 100 pounds and have kept it off. So, but he says it's so rare. It's so rare that someone will will <laughs> can change. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe they just don't have the support system. You know, like just yeah, so many factors. Going- Right? You're going to the wrong place because you need to come here. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I've said Absolutely. this before. And uh, and then we gotta, we got to wrap up because they're going to kick us off. I didn't realize it was so late. I've been yammering. Um, so I, I joined Weight Watchers years ago. And yep. I, I know they have to do this for a legal disclaimer, but it always sat weird <laughs> with me. Um, on the, um, on the, the brochure and the, and the pamphlets and all the paperwork they gave you, it showed all of these people who had lost weight and were successful mm-hmm. with Weight Watchers. And at the bottom, it says with the asterisk, results not typical. Not typical, And yeah. that just was weird for me because, you know, if I was there, I'd put, you know, and I'm sure it's legal, but I'd write results <laughs> possible because those <laughs> people aren't typical, but they did it. And I think mm-hmm. putting – I think that says it all because the hope to change is what – drives Mm -hmm. uh and that's what keeps you that's why you're here today that's why you're on the show that's why you book the show because you have hope and when i was at my worst i got pretty dark you know but i always in my mind i didn't see myself there forever i always had that like things are bad but i i always had that idea that things are going to change and that's what creates change. Hopelessness is, is a killer. And the fact that you're here tonight putting in the effort to talk to everybody and share your struggles and share your victories, uh, that's 
hope for you and hope for other people who identify like you. And that's, yeah. that's the name of the game. That's how change happens. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you just got to be positive, right? So uh, no matter what, really like, even, like even, you know, DDP says, like, you're an athlete. I don't care if you're 500 pounds, if you're 300 pounds, if you're 150 pounds. You are an athlete. And it's like, wow, that mental shift really, uh, that, that's where it starts. You know, so I, 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 one of my uh, positive affirmations is I am an athlete. And I, like, I was an athlete. Um, you know, I was 27 years old. I was 315 pounds, and I played baseball. And I was a shortstop. Now, a lot of people hit the ball to me because they didn't think I could bend over and pick it up, pick up the ball. So when they hit the ball to me and I have to run, dive, jump up to my feet and throw them out at first base, they're like, whoa, because I did that regularly. I was just, I built different, you know, like I, I have a lot of muscle under here. Um, like I went to uh, obesity doctor and she put me in this little pod and it, it tells you all your body uh, information. So she, she, this is what she said to me. She's like, Jason. I said, what? Like she shocked me. I thought she's gonna give me bad news. She says, you have a lot of muscle under there. Under all the, all the fat, like you have a lot of muscle under there. And I went, oh, okay, good. So, and she said like your lowest body weight should be 228 pounds as opposed to the BMI schedule, which is, I think I should be 177. At 510. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just built differently. And I've always been athletic. I've always been able to run. I was never the slowest. And I just want to get back to that. I'm not going to die for baseballs anymore because I just turned 51. But I, I, and, I tell myself that I am an athlete. And the spirit of, the, the spirit of an athlete is going to be is a great way to kind of take it on too because what athletes are aggressive they're competitive they want to win they want to just you yeah. know there's that mentality when it comes to being athletic and uh-huh. I think that's going to be uh, really helpful for you in your big comeback and uh, I'm sorry we're out of time but I, I I'm excited to see where you go and I want to book you again six months out and I yeah, want to see how, you, how it goes it. and uh, and let's uh, let's do this again sometime but I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate. I think we didn't. Weren't we had to reschedule you the first time? Is, is that correct? Last time uh, you were supposed to be on. No, no, that wasn't me. Okay. All right. No. Well, I'm just. I was going to say. Well, uh, I'm excited to to have you come back, and I appreciate you taking the time to tell your story. And uh, I think there's a lot of people who can relate to it. A lot of people are going to listen to this and see themselves in you. And mm-hmm. I know that your goal is to help people, and I see you helping a lot of people uh, with your story now and in the future. So I appreciate. Uh, you take the time to come on with us. Thank you very much. And I just want to do a shout-out to Kyle Stantz. I know he's going through a rough time right now, and I'm praying for the, that guy. And I know he's, he is just like me. Um, we have a similar background. And I know he, once he goes through the emotional junk that he's going through, he's going to kill it. Ah, well, well shout, shout out to, to Kyle Stans. He's been around here a long time too. Uh, much love to absolutely to you, brother. But I appreciate you, man. And uh, we always finish up this show with uh, the the Canadian special of the day, <laughs> the, the Tim the Tim Hortons Blue Light Special. I'll call it. All right, hey, Crystal, you want to get it? You want to uh, you want to get us out of here with uh, one of your world sure. famous uh, dungeon fresh quotes? Yes, absolutely. So this week's quote is from Mike Mullins. Um, Your obituary will not read. She was 15% body fat, had washboard abs, a J-Lo booty, and 100,000 Instagram followers. It's going to mention the impact you left, how happy you were, how much love you spread, and the memories you made. Make sure your priorities are straight and make yourself a priority. 
and not an option. Well, wow. my obituary did read that, so I, I'd appreciate not plagiarizing <laughs> my obituary. Uh, well, I love it. That was, that was a great one. You know I couldn't just leave that alone. Yeah, I know. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much. It was a great chat, and we'll see you guys again soon. Another episode of DDP Radio Live next week. Crystal, I hope you have an excellent week. Jay, thank you so thank much you. for coming on. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you in a month down the line, and good luck to you, yep. and we'll see you all uh, with a brand-new episode of DDP Radio Live again next week right here at ddpradio.com. Until then, we'll see you guys soon. Own it. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I'm looking for the outro. I'm stalling because there we go. Here we go. See? Right on, <laughs> right on top of things. Today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Faye. Diamond Cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond Cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life.